and there is a car down in the street, sir. It has just pulled up. So? I recognize it as that of a Mr. Quill, sir. Quill? I gasped. Quill of the yard? Hammer turned away from the window and wasted no time in finishing his second shot of whiskey. The very same, sir. He began following us. As we left Mr. Churchill's residence, I managed to lose him on the straight roads owing to the superior power of the Rolls Royce. Oh, but I didn't. No, sir, you didn't. We are in a corner, Hammer. He will not enter the premises, sir. Don't you believe it, I warned. Warrant or no warrant, Quill will make his way in. I gulped my whiskey and croaked with excitement and hope. The SS Hammer! That twitch again. Sir? My car hammer, my swallow sidecar 100. We can get to the garage and make our escape. I feel we would need to employ a decoy, sir. True. I think I can hold him up for a while with some banter, some verbal obfuscation, Hammer, while you fire up the beast. I was able to come up with a plan, or at least the beginning of it, when a heavy rat-tat sounded on the solid oak of my front door. There's no need to rattle my way through the whole plan, but it ended with, and then you pick me up around the corner. But the engine block will be frozen, sir, the battery will be flat, and the starting mechanism will be seized. No, no, Hammer. Sam the Spot used my car quite often. We had an arrangement. It will start on the button. Hammer nodded in agreement, just as the knock sounded once more. Off you go, Hammer, I commanded. He left, and I listened to him making his way down the stairs and through the side door to the garage. Sure that Hammer had been allowed enough time to get himself ready, I went downstairs with lightness in my step and opened the front door to greet Quill. Quill, Quill, old chum, I gurgled. I lowered my tone as I spotted my puddle-dweller across the cobbles, leaning against his runabout, somewhat akin to the manner in which I'd first met him. Evening, Studley, he saluted. Fine fellow. Quill took a step forward, pressing me back into my hallway. May I enter? It appears you have, I replied. Uh, care to step further? He did not refuse. At that moment I heard the growl as 2.6 litres of hearty British engineering came to life. I reached up to the top of my sideboard, grabbed my favourite Ming vase and launched a swooshing arc towards Quill's head. And it was a good, heavy swing. Good enough to worry an Olympic thrower. Down he went with a slow slump, a bit of a drag on the hallway wall and a gentle nestling to the carpet to sleep the sleep of the innocent. I was pleased to see the vase was still in one piece. The Chinese used to make some quality artifacts in those days, you know. I put it back on the sideboard and turned to see Stuley springing to some directionless action and reaching for his whistle. Just as I made my way through the door, I caught sight of the garage doors crashing open, then my silver SS-100 lurching for freedom. The black and silver beast skidded out onto the cobbles, missing the Rolls-Royce by an inch, then charged down the street. Studi, obviously a little stunned, danced a jig of quandary for a while, unsure whether to help his boss, collar me, or make chase for the disappearing roadster. I, as planned, shot to the right and legged it to the other end of the mews where I was able to scale the wall and drop down onto the street the other side to freedom once more. I stooped to catch my breath. So, all went well. But, and there always seems to be a but, in the drizzle and yellow light of a Knightsbridge midnight, I turned my collar up and shivered. I waited for a good few minutes, sure I could hear the roar of my roadster above the shriek of Studley's whistle. 
My heart rested as I saw the headlights come around the corner and head for me. Now here's the rub. Those great bulbous headlamps headed for me, then swished past at high speed before turning onto the Brompton Road and... who knows? And I had forgotten my cane. I called out, Hammer! There was no way he could have missed me. I was there, standing alone against the wall on the corner as planned. The roar of my SS-100 died away. A church bell struck midnight. The drizzle changed gear and became a downpour. In the distance, I heard the drunken call of Quill echoing. Stu Lee, stop that bloody whistling!